Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Um, how are you doing good morning. today? And uh, we were just talking about uh, Josh and Emily. We've talked about you know supernatural. They're getting ready to experience lots of supernatural stuff with coming up with a new house, and it's going to be fun to have them back on and have them uh, share their story, updated story. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I tell you, you know, we, Rich and I talk about this all the time, but there's no greater delight than watching people, you know, experiencing in our, probably experiencing ourselves may be the only greater delight <laughs> than watching others we know and love walk and live um, in this beautiful abiding relationship with God where living in the supernatural just becomes so normal. Yeah. Yep. And it, it's it's amazing, you know, for me I, I stand in awe all the time of just getting to watch my kids live out this life and, and how they get to seek him and just watch him move on their behalf and and the way they love him. And, you know, I feel like any given day I could literally pick up the phone and just call one of my kids. If I'm feeling my faith faltering for whatever reason, just call them and ask what God's doing in theirs that day. Right. And it reminds me of how incredibly faithful he is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. We've, uh, you know, we've talked about our kids, particularly in college and uh, Joshua grandson is at Baylor, um, you know, enjoying Wrapping it. Up his first year. Yeah. He's a couple, just a couple of weeks away from uh, his finals of a second semester and he'll be, uh, heading off, but um, he was he started in engineering, um, mm-hmm. which is what he thought he would he would like. And, and as he's as he's experienced it, um, and one of the things that we we teach and we ask mm-hmm. uh, is, you know, are you enjoying it? Right. Um, and his answer was after the first semester into the second one was, yeah, not really. Um, and it, it was at that moment, see, it's not a matter of, well, therefore, mm-hmm. um, it's okay, uh, take that, go spend some time with God and try to unpack, you know, what's going on. Maybe uh, you just got to get through, you know, this beginning course stuff and you're going to go from eh, struggle to actually enjoy it. Uh, and this is just normal or typical, you know, and so uh, that's yeah. it. Um, or maybe you're doing too much. By the way, he was in ROTC and in Christian ministry there and taking a pretty heavy load. That was, that was part of it, that's by the a, way. That's a heavy load, yeah. Uh, that he was overwhelmed by it all. Um, so it was like, well, maybe I should change part of that, which he did. And um, But I just said, well, why don't you go and talk to the Lord and process, you know, what's going on? What is he saying? Um process the truth and let the truth come to you and you'll know you know what to do so in the to his credit and he's learned this before he did mm-hmm. um, and he processed it through and it was like um, actually I'm not sure that as I think of it and what I try to do is said move away from course thinking about courses 
Mm-hmm. Think about career. Yes. Because um, that's really where God's heading you is what are you going to enjoy mm-hmm. that's in sync with who you are? Um, right. And he wants to give you the desires of your heart. And the desires of your heart at that level, particularly when it comes to work, is who I've been built to be by God. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wants to sync up work with with who I am so that I enjoy it and every day I go to work I'm gonna look forward to it. Now again don't you know remember it's not pie in the sky and <laughs> there's gonna right. be you know particularly when you're starting out. I can remember when I started out, you know, I wanted to be the president of the company. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, well, uh, hey son, you know, why don't you just learn this stuff first, you know? Got a and, few things to learn first. <laughs> um, yeah, and because of my nature you know, I'm not. I'm not super focused on. It. I can. I can pay attention to detail, but that's not my bent. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's more conceptual and strategic and big thinking. And um, but um, I had to learn detail. Um, mm-hmm. And one of the things I had to learn when I first started was was accounting. And I had taken accounting courses, and they said, well, in order for you to get into this business, you know, roles, you have to you have to know accounting. Um, and it's very, very detailed, you know, and, but you're going to have to do it. Okay. And, um, at that time, and, and this, you know, this kind of dates me, but there, there wasn't, there wasn't these calculators. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it was pretty manual and, um, everything was done, which by the way, the keyboard in your computer is organized this way, but it's called a 10 key. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you remember there were, there were these machines called 10 keys and it was just the same way but you'd have to punch the numbers to be able to put it you know uh, onto something or uh, type it out right um, a 10 key and so they I can remember uh, one activity they said well you got to learn how to use this 10 key um, really really well if you're gonna do accounting you got to do it quick and you got to type these numbers out you know fast um, okay, so <laughs> I can remember they gave me a phone book mm-hmm. and said, I want you to type in every <laughs> every phone number on that list. You know, just pick a page, and I want you to be able to do it without looking. By the way, you just dated yourself again when you said phone book. Yeah, phone book. Like, what, huh? <laughs> What's a phone book? Um, for, for younger listeners, that's this paper thing that used to come used out every to, year that had everybody's phone numbers. They, they for deliver the it with a name and the number in a piece of paper in a book. Um, <laughs> and uh, and so I had to learn. I said, you got to learn this without looking and practice, practice, practice. You know, and this, I, I, I literally hated it uh, because <laughs> I don't want, I don't like spending that much energy on it. You know, it's, it's something that, but I had to do it you know, to learn something. So it wasn't that you don't, particularly when you're you know, moving into new positions or, or uh, beginning positions, yeah, there's things you're not gonna like, but fundamentally, are you in the right spot that yeah. syncs up, you know? So that's what I asked Joshua to, to pay attention to was think about, um, and, and, and we talked about it, and I said, so the best way to do that would be go talk to people in different careers. Mm-hmm. Particularly out of engineering, well, what careers are you in? What's it like? Uh, what's that? Uh, what does that involve? You know, and he did. And the more he did, the less he liked it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, uh, you know what? I don't think that. I don't think that is me. Well, I said, what do you like? 
I don't know. You know, okay, well, why don't you go and talk to people about, you know, business? And um, he, one thing he did like, because he liked the uh, ROTC, um, and he was always good at problem solving, mm-hmm. is um, I kind of like, uh, I do like, uh, you know, law enforcement. I do like investigation. I do like uh, solving, you know, uh, riddles. Uh, right. well, I said, well, that, that sounds to me like, uh, detective work or FBI stuff and you know go talk to them and he did and go talk to business and he did and uh, as he's, he's talking why well, I think it's this way and that way and, and we're just praying God show him what you want to yeah. show him you know and he's getting he's thinking political science and probably you know get ready to do you know something in in criminology which he liked and then um he, he was just talking to somebody and they said, you know, based on who I think you are, I think you're going to like uh, this, this thing called supply chain. Mm. Um, Big demand for that right now. So he calls me up and he says, what's supply chain? <laughs> <laughs> what is that all about? You know, and I went through it all and, and talked to him. I said, it's this and this and this. And, you know, why don't you go investigate that? I said, I, I could see you doing really well and by the way it's gigantic issue today and going to get even oh, yeah. even more so um, and and computers and all this stuff and and you'll actually use some of the math that you have and different than engineering but you'll dike it and and so he investigated that and started talking to people about it and because God had just intersected hey by the way think about this right he started to think about it, process it, pursue it, and God kept reinforcing it. And he's changing his major to business with a, with a concentration in supply chain. Um, Excellent. And by the and by the way, I said, does that still leave you the opportunity to go into criminology? He said, Yeah, I'm going to mi- I'm going to minor in criminology. Mm. Uh, so he said, lots and lots of options. He said, I'm I'm really excited. And Baylor's business school is one of the best. It's one it's of the so- best. And he and he's already uh, he said, I've already got my next. 10 classes ready to go for uh, next year, uh, two semesters. Um, he said, I'm really excited and I just am praising God that he led me to what he has for me. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't have to worry about it. I just had to receive it. And he even talked about, you know, how cool is this that God can do things supernaturally, you know? And uh, awesome. it was like, wow, you know, how cool is that? You know, So as we're trying to help you understand it, it's, it's just a beautiful work of God that's not natural. Um, it's not getting better at naturally doing things. Mm-hmm. It's rather him at work, and we get to be the recipients of that. Right. And it's, not, it's known by us because we see it, and, he, and not only do we see it, but he's, he, he adds to it, hey, did you see that was me? <laughs> uh, yes. Let me show you more. Hey, that's me. Hey, that's me. And... And it's really cool um, is that uh, when these wonderful things happen and he says that, mm-hmm. hey, this is me, it, it just throws your heart because you, you realize God cares about you that level to be able to do something that's really personal. And I, I think I shared this before, but um, I was teaching uh, a group, about 100 people, um, in the Bible, you know, abiding, and I made this joke about Linda uh, that was funny um, kind of you know put her a little bit um, in a, a poor I would say a poor light per, per se because it was 
uh, you know, and, and with, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm married to Lucy Ricardo, so I got all kinds of great stories. So, um, um, and they laughed. And then this, this guy at the back stood up and said, hey, Rich, we've heard that before. Mm-hmm. And everybody laughed. And when he said that, see, I heard the Holy Spirit said, that's me. Mm. That is me. I'm saying this to you. And hey, mm-hmm. I need you to pay attention to this. You think it's funny. Mm-hmm. It's not funny. And you haven't really processed this because you're, you're dishonoring your wife. Um, and it's not that everybody, you're openly doing that. It's that you are doing it. And um, we know more about this than they do. And I'd like you to deal with this. And right. And see, when that happens, it wasn't like, well, I better shape up. It's like, this is me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I haven't, I want to gather your attention. Now, would you walk with me? And I'm going to have you process this, uh, which will include understanding it, how to talk to Linda about this, how to confess this, how to then, I don't want you just to, to take care of this little issue. I'm taking care of something bigger than that that's a heart issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and I need to show you something. And so, because of it, when he says, hey, that's me, come and walk with me. And I already had learned by that time, when that happens, it's like, hallelujah, <laughs> sure. Uh, because it's not condemnation. Right. It's, it's I want to heal you, I want to refine right. you, I want to transform the you. That is something so much more exceptional. Too. Yeah, and I want to give you freedom. And you weren't aware of it, mm-hmm. but now I'm making you aware of it. Um, okay, and see all that whole thing that guy standing up, that was supernatural. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody else did had no clue about it, by the way. Right. But I did. Why? Because he I, said. Because he said so. Yeah. See, that's that's how it works. So it's really beautiful. So uh, let's uh, let's continue as we looked at it. what is really. We talked last time in Matthew eight, authority uh, comes from him speaking because a superior his, his speaking is superior to the material. Okay, let's go to Matthew 12 and read verses 9 to 14. Matthew 12, 9 to 14. Now when he had departed from there, he went into their synagogue, and behold, there was a man who had a withered hand. And they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath, that they might accuse him? Then he said to them, What man is there among you who has one sheet, and if it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will not lay hold of it and lift it out? Of how much more value then is a man than a sheep? Therefore, it is it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Yeah. Then so, he said, "Go ahead." Me, no, yeah, keep going. Fourteen through fourteen. Then he said to the man, "Stretch out your hand." And he stretched it out, and it was restored as whole as the other. Then the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might destroy him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, those are you know again to me the when you kind of look at stuff. You know, just kind of simple and fresh. It's like, so he just healed this guy. Mm-hmm. And that offends you? Right. And you're going to go try to do something about it and, to, and get him out of the way when this guy just had this fantastic thing. What? You know, it's, it, to me, it's always funny. Like, what, what are you thinking? You know, how could you think that way? You know, which, by the way, is law. Is mm-hmm. my, it, it ain't following my system. And, and if it's not following my system, I can't have you participate because it's not my system, you know? And that's why supernaturally, by the way, God says, 
you know, let me show you. Don't get don't get boxed in here. Uh, right. Of anything even you've thought before is you know be open. You know what I have to do. So, hey, is it lawful uh, to do this on the Sabbath? Because our law says no. Right. And Jesus's response is really cool. He says, "Okay, let me ask you a question." You got a sheep that falls into a hole. What are you going to go do? You're going to get them out. Well, right? go get them out. Um, what what happens if it happens on Sunday or Sabbath, which would be Saturday for them? You go get them You're out. You're still going to go get them out. Get them out. Okay. So he says, um, "You got a problem," and your natural thought is. I got to, I got to solve, I, I, I can, and I'm going to try to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. He said, that's your first reaction. He said, now think about how much more valuable is a person who's got a problem. Um, wouldn't you think that your first reaction would be, how can I assist this person? Right. Because you see they got a problem. Um, just like you would do for the sheep, you don't even think about it. You don't even wonder about it. Like, eh, well, too bad. Um, I guess they're just going to pass away. And no, you're going to go take care of it because it's a natural response. Right. So he says the supernatural is to become the normal. Mm-hmm. He says um, when somebody's got a problem, and by the way, the problems, which we're, which we're going to you know, talk deeper about, are everywhere and all the time about everything. Right. So and when one assaults, it arises. Yeah, so he's not talking about um, you know, just somebody is sick or somebody physically is an impairment. He says, no, everything you got going, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to come across problems. You know, uh, we, we talked, uh, I think on our End Times Friday, we talked about uh, the banks. Uh, through uh, called Silicon Valley Bank, and this is now probably a month or so, that failed. Mm-hmm. And um, it was billions and billions of dollars that was involved. And um, uh, people that had money in the bank had a, had a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was that uh, my bank account is only insured up to $250,000. Mm-hmm. What happens if I got millions in there? Theoretically, you could lose it, right? Uh, by law, you know, like, well, we only insure that. That's tough, you know. And so, interesting enough, Dan, who's your husband, mm-hmm. his company had money in that bank, right? Uh, through because it was it was through uh, in, investors. Um, that was one of the banks that was very aggressive, positive, and helpful to banks that are growing like Dan's. So, and, and, you know, what would we know? It sounds good to us, you know, and we, we didn't know there's any trouble. Um, well, he's got a problem. Uh, when he found out, Dan said, uh-oh, <laughs> we got a lot of money in this bank. This could be a problem for us, right. you know. And so, God, what do you have to say about that? Because this natural thought is, hey, I got a problem. How, how is this going to get resolved um, without... I got to, I got to, I got to. Your first thought is, okay, what what could possibly be a resolution about this? 
Mm-hmm. And of course, Dan goes to God and says, I know something is that I want it, just like you're teaching in the story, I want, God says, I want your first thought, mm-hmm. not your last thought, but your first thought right. to come to me. Of what do you have seek, to say? Seek yeah. me because I can solve things that nobody else can solve. And, and in the same way that you would go take care of a sheep, I want to take care of you. Why? Because I can. Um, so I want that to be your first thought is come and seek me. And mm-hmm. what do I have to say about this problem? And let that become a way of living. Why? Mm-hmm. Well, because I can supernaturally do things that nobody else can. Uh, and by the way, it doesn't, it doesn't diminish that things can be done you know, naturally. Uh, naturally meaning the physical, so that, you know, God says, hey, I got a problem. Um, I'm sick. Well, go to the doctor and he'll tell you what to do. <laughs> um, that can be okay. You know, so it's not to not to uh, ignore and say it never happens, but the first thought is, you know the answer, guide me into that answer, and I'm going to naturally, normally go to you about the supernatural as opposed to never going to you. Right. Or it's a last resort is I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, I tried, I couldn't get there. Is there anything possible you might do? God, would you? By the way, we usually tell God what to do at that point. Yeah. I think what you're describing right there, I hear a lot of people, um, <laughs> one of those things, one of my pet peeves, you know, is always things that, that are tweetable or you know just you can you can get across in just a little bit of a few words and they're never quite complete but that idea you hear people say all the time you know i'm gonna do my best and let god do the rest right right so and it's just this and and it sounds like oh we're trusting him but the reality is they're gonna do everything they what they're saying is i'm gonna do everything in my power and then when i can't do anything else then I'm going to see what God has to do. Right. And that's not how that, you know, what you're describing here is our first is to go to him. And then oftentimes he will give us steps that are things that we can do in the natural that also go along with what he's going to do in the supernatural. Right. Our first thing is to go to him of what he has to say. It's not do everything, use out every resource we know, and then bother to go check in with him. Right. That's right. And the, uh, and out of the thought of, um, probably isn't going to happen anyway. I guess I'm stuck with this. I tried, I tried, I tried, and I couldn't get there. And we don't even we don't even consider that, okay, I got this issue. Um, right. you, you say, God, you have the power to resolve this issue. And I, and I say that word purposely because, um, and I, and I, I actually uh, I had to, you know, somebody had to uh, help me on this. Uh, what sometimes I say that, because uh, he said the way that you say it, we know it's true, but the way you say it tends to imply something that isn't maybe true. And it would be this. You got a problem. You got an adversity. God, I guarantee you God will overcome it. Um, well, he said the way people interpret that is the problem itself is going to get taken care of and you don't have to worry about it. He said, mm-hmm. he said, no, that's not really true. Um, it's, I'll bring resolution to it. 
Right. And that little adversity actually may may cause you to have trouble or you know your business maybe yeah you're going to have a failure here and um, it that itself isn't going to be overcome but I'm going to overcome it by resolving it. Mm-hmm. And I'll get you to the place where you understand it, it's done, completed and you're behind it into the covenant life that I'm going to give you, you know. And so um, we would say, well, God, I got a problem. Take care of it, meaning take care of it the way I want you to take care of it. Uh, right. And God says, no, I want you naturally and normally to just come to me mm-hmm. and say, I got a problem. I know that you're able and capable and willing and, and will resolve it. Mm-hmm. Walk me into that, which is going to include supernatural things, including just moving me to a different spot. Right. That, that maybe is the answer, and uh, and that's okay. And so, um, God says, you know, if you got a problem, you would you would normally go after it. I want you to think of the supernatural in the same way. Mm-hmm. Come and seek me. Come and seek me. At first, make that your first process, exactly. not your exactly. never process or your last process. So, uh, uh, remember, he said it's me. And it's my heart to do it. And so we'll learn more about that next time and we'll pick it up. Excellent. Thanks so much for sharing. Thank you for joining us, everyone. As always, if you have questions, send them in at questions at afjministry.com. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much. See you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.